Hey everyone, it's uh, Charles Velasco, owner of Life in Sacramento and team leader of the Velasco team with Remax. I'm here today with Mike Fernandez of Advanced Basics Fitness, one of the best personal trainers in Sacramento. So he actually trains me as well. And the thing I like about Mike is, I'm just gonna give him a shout out, is that he understands that everyone has different priorities in life and he's gonna go pertaining to your priorities in life. He's not gonna push you to be a fucking bodybuilder. He's not gonna push you to be <laughs> ready for a show. He's not gonna tell you chicken breasts all day. He's gonna be like, you know what? What are your goals? What are your priorities? What are the outside things going on in your life that might affect this stuff? So he could get you the best results possible. So Mike, what's your story? Like kind of like from when you were a kid to like teenager, to college to now? Oh man, it's a lot to cover. Um, you know, I was born in San Diego. Um, my dad was in the Marines, so I was born there, Oceanside, California, technically. Um, came here pretty much immediately, you know, about around one years old. Been in Sacramento the whole time. Um, grew up in, a little bit in East Sac when I was a kid, when my parents were still together. And then uh, kind of migrated to South Sacramento. Uh, went to McClatchy High School, played a little bit of sports, did my thing. Terrible student. Always into fitness, though. Um, you know, back then, I would say I knew one other person that worked out. Um, you know, I'd walk my dad's dog every day after school, and then uh, we'd go to the gym after school every day, probably from about, not 14, probably like 15. Um, back then, nobody trained legs, so I could bench press, you know, like 225 when I was like 15. I weighed like 130, but um, I did a lot of pull-ups. Oh, nobody did legs. It was it was the weirdest time, so like now is a trip watching how fitness is now. It's like it's in our culture, so it's expected that you're fit now. Um, after that, what else? Um, around 21, kind of wasn't doing much. Joined the Army. Um, was stationed in Korea. I was an infantryman. And then I uh, got out, did the whole Army Reserve thing locally in Sacramento. I was a psychological operations team leader um, and assistant team leader. Uh, one deployment to Iraq um, in 2011. Went to Basra, which is South Iraq. Nothing too crazy there, you know. You know, not not like a normal life here, but, you know, not, nothing like, we, you know, no Call of Duty action per se. But, uh, you know, you're, you know, you're in, you're in Iraq and you, and you feel like you're in Iraq. Came back, uh, finally realized college wasn't that hard. So I knocked out my associate's degree um, Then I went to Cal State East Bay, got my bachelor's, bunch of odd and end jobs in between. Um, and then I think I got certified to, the, to train in 2014. Um and then most recently, I got back to it in 2017, and I've been training, you know, essentially full-time since 2017. Like, this is the only job I've held since then. Nice. And then, th that's cool. Uh, do you kind of want to share, like, how do you feel, like, your, basically, your experience uh, helped, like, uh, with, what's it called, being uh, in the military helped you as a personal trainer, like, with your disciplining your clients and making sure they're doing the things they need to be doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's it's almost the opposite. I think people think because I know I was in the military, um, kind of like I'll be more like a you know authoritarian, you know, like that military style, kind of yelling and like demanding. Um, but I'm actually the opposite. I mean, you know this already, but I know I don't respond well to that, um, and most people don't. So of course I'm going to motivate you. I'm always going to tell the truth. I'm not going to say what you want to hear per se, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that whole like military. I don't like that type of training, you know, like the counting reps out loud. That's just not my style. But um, 
as far as you know the only thing the mil- or one of the, the few things the military taught me obviously was to be fit i mean if you're physically fit that's one thing you don't have to worry about you know because you know if you're, you're fit you don't you just got to worry about the other things in life you have health problems you know life's going to come at you hard everything's going to seem like a big deal um i notice with people once they get their fitness right they kind of just get everything in order um, unless you're one of, you know, there's also those people that are like the, you know, the gym rats and that's kind of the two on the extreme side. Yeah. Those people kind of like they're an anomaly, but, but yeah, for the most part, for the average person, you know, when they're balancing their fitness, you know, their finances, all that, um, you know, it just helps, it just helps their life out in general. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I totally agree with that. And, uh, when it comes to, uh, like your training style, like, what, uh, like say for example, an everyday person wanted to train with you, like how would you, how would the process start? Um, the process is pretty much the same for, for everybody. Um, as I, as I mature as a trainer, I learn not to be so, uh, what do you call it? Uh, too structured, you know, my name's advanced basics, um, you know, kind of for that reason. I like, I want to, you, you know, you know, you want to advance the basic movements instead of getting all get all confused in in, in the, the smoke and mirrors of the fitness industry so so when i'm training people the main things we're doing are we're trying to get a figure out if they're trying to lose weight or gain weight main thing most people i would say i specialize in weight loss um and then maybe strength training like you you you're more into getting strength but pretty much everybody else that train they want to lose weight so i'm teaching them how to eat um i'm not really allowing them to eat that stuff you see on tv the chicken broccoli stuff that i know nobody wants to eat we all know that it's healthy but we don't want to eat it so i'm trying to show them kind of how to manipulate their nutrition in a way to make losing weight like seamless and effortless so it's not this process that everybody's kind of used to um and even though to me it's all over youtube and instagram every person i come into contact with knows knows zero about nutrition um so the fitness you know is kind of more to you know i get hands on i see them regularly or if they're online they're online but that's more for accountability. But the people that do best are the people that are really interested um, and kind of dive deeper into the nutrition aspect of training or, you know, fitness and nutrition, you know. Um, the fitness, yeah, it's like, you know, anybody can lift weights. It's, it's the easiest part, especially for men. Um, so, you know, we're kind of the opposite there. Women, they struggle in the training side, at least initially, because they're kind of intimidated. Um, then after that, it's, you know, of course, they thrive. And they, they usually follow the nutrition better than men are usually really good at the training and they think that that's what drives the needle, but it doesn't quite do that. You got to kind of do both. You're kind of focusing on everything. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And like sometimes with the fitness industry too, it's weird because it's like, you'll see like the buffest guy, but then like his yeah. ge- genetics is a huge part and like, those even whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, so everyone, yeah, yeah. and I, I feel like that's what's hard for you as a trainer because it's like every particular person is a lot different yeah you have to adjust to their lifestyle and like what they're looking to do and also yeah. play the part like the genetics part right yeah you just got to be honest i mean i've had to turn people down i've had people think i was being rude but they would send me like for example they'll send me a like a dm of like literally like a model i mean like a model that never a day in her life has she not looked great and it, you know maybe there's somebody that's this person in particular was about a hundred pounds overweight, multiple kids. And I have to tell them like, Hey, this is not realistic. We're just trying to get you healthier, the best version of yourself. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of it is, what do yeah. you say? 
and, and get them to their best self. Not yeah, you can you can only get to your best self. You can't you know even yeah. me. I want to look like these like you said the bodybuilder types, or at least I used to want to look like that. And I was like, what's missing? I learned what's missing, and we all know what's missing. But you know there's a enhancement. You know. Yeah, on top of that, I feel like everyone should have that mindset, like, what can I do to be my best self, uh, especially with fitness, because it's like, yeah. for me, man, like, I, like, for me, it's like, dude, like, it's hard for me to put on muscle because of my genetics, so I just have to eat a yeah. crap ton, and then just commit to bulking, but then I get a little chubby right oh, yeah. like I am right now, it's like, god damn it, but it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you, well, you just got to do one at a time, you know, but well, I, yeah. I don't know whose quote it is, but it, it says, um, comparison what does it say happiness dies in comparison and it's so true it's like your life will be great if you just compare it to your own your own life where you've come from if you compare it to other people people that say maybe make you know a higher income have nicer cars nicer house better you know maybe better looking i mean that's just life then if you 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 can't be happy you can't compare yourself you have to just focus on your own path that's the the main thing it's like everyone's comparing themselves to these people that either do enhancement eat like crazy and also I yeah. feel like what's really more important is the mental side like I would say I'm oh, not yeah. physically in the best shape but mentally I'm like night and day compared yeah. to people so it's like I feel yeah, like sure. with you what's nice about you is like you're a great person with hey like how can I make this person their best self and yeah. what side variables and I'm gonna be hard on you but it's like at least you're being hard like in an honest way where it's constructive yeah. it's constructive and it builds so I mean, other than that, uh, what brought you into starting a do personal training? I'm trying to think. I went to college for um, for physical geography, which is kind of strange, right? But um, at that time, I was really diving deep into like you know, you know, everything that's going on. You know, trying to remain carbon neutral, trying to be be do right by nature and the world, and all the stuff that's going on right now. Um, so I was looking to work for like a utility company, something like that. And uh, I had interviews and stuff and and I saw people, I was still like, I'm obviously I work out every day. So I saw people struggling. I saw people kind of becoming trainers that kind of weren't really, that weren't doing it for the right reasons, kind of doing it as a hustle. And then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to, I think I need to do what I my gut's telling me to do. So I, I kind of got back into training. Um, you know, initially I wanted to train more of like a, you know, like kind of get people all jacked, you know, I wanted to show people that it's not that difficult, but later on, I'd say my niche is kind of more, it's kind of weight loss, it's kind of turned into weight loss, which is fine with me, you know, it kind of finds you. Um, I don't even think being, you know, super jacked is even, you know, it's obviously not the most functional thing. It's fun. It can be fun. It can be rewarding, but I don't know, something's a little more rewarding when somebody can't picture themselves being like a different person in the mirror and they lose say 20 pounds and you know they're gonna you know they feel just you could just tell it changes their life oh exactly man and like i've been through a lot of like between you and me i've been through a lot of weight loss up and downs all my whole life because for me it's like i'm one of those people that's hard to gain muscle and if i cut like i'm not getting any muscle at all (laughs) yeah Dude, I've been, I went from yeah, like 215 down to 170, 175 before, and then I looked like a stick, and I was like, all right, I felt self-conscious, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to work out again. It's like it's like this all the time, but like I feel yeah, like, it's, like that. You, it's more of like, okay, let's just get to the size you want, and then we'll cut slowly, we won't do stuff overnight, and you understand my schedule too, so it's like, 
dude like yeah yeah there's so many yeah there's so many ways to do it the main thing is you can only do one thing at a time so if you're trying to bulk and cut at the same time which i guess they like in the in the fitness industry they would call that more of like a recomposition recompositions are is probably the toughest way to 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 diet because your your nutrition has to be basically perfect so that you're kind of maintaining equilibrium as far as body weight you're putting on muscle slowly without your body going in either direction to where you're going to look, you know, you know, fatter or and an, or too lean. Um, so most people, it's best for guys. I always recommend just get lean, cut the weight, or or if you want to choose to get stronger in bulk, do it first. But you got to pick. You can't do both unless you want to take a really long road, which is fine. But most people don't aren't aren't ready for that road. It's a very slow. Genetics yeah. are a huge part too, because you'll oh, they're huge. They're huge. And noob and noob gains are real too. So it's like the body you build in the first couple of years. Hopefully, you're training correctly with like a professional, because the gains you make earlier are kind of what you have. And then after that, you can just refine it. Yeah, definitely. And then when it comes to that, how are how do you feel like you're making life better in Sacramento in general? I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, I would say like, um, I make I, it better. Oh, you train you train uh, every, like everyday people in Sacramento. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like in life, like there's a lot of compounding effect, like you helping me out. Like I didn't feel like working out this morning and yeah. we hit 210 four times, which is 215, 215, which is the yeah, most I've ever benched in my life. Yeah. And I, that yeah. gave, that gave me the energy to do this. And to, to be sure. honest with you, I'm not having a great day. Like, but honestly that workout helped me do this. Yeah. Like, it gets, it keeps my mind clear. So, but like, how, how are you making life better, Sacramento? I wanted, to, I wanted to let you know how you're making my life better. But I yeah, to, no, for sure, that's good. I appreciate that, dude. I mean, yeah, that's the hardest part, for, especially for the early people showing up. Um, and then sometimes you come in there and you think, think the weights feel heavy, and that's normal. They're, some days you feel heavy, but some days you hit a PR when the weights feel heavy in your hand. So you just got to just do the work, let your body kind of tell you what's really going on. Um, but yeah, I would say the thing I do probably that's you know making you know Sacramento better is it's kind of similar to how you do the real estate thing. I kind of don't I don't really worry about the things that the average person does. Like obviously you have to sell, but I focus on you know on the person. I only you know I'm pretty picky at this point with my clients. Like if I get any bad vibes, I just I'm not gonna you know just not gonna go that route. I kind of make sure we're gonna fit for each other. Um, but I'm not really money hungry. I'm not a hardcore salesman. Fitness industry, I'm sure real estate, you know, obviously auto sales. You know how people are, dude. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll help you lose 100 pounds in three months. You know, I don't I do not do anything like that. So everything I do is kind of to, to help people, you know, lose weight, gain muscle in a sustainable way, in an honest way, you know, which if you were wondering is somewhere around 1% in either direction, you're looking to gain 1% or lose 1% a week. Um, a lot of people don't know that, so they don't really, they think they could lose like 10 pounds in a week. It's just, it's crazy. If you're doing it, it's probably water weight. But yeah, it's just being honest, man. You got to be honest with your clients, set realistic expectations. Like in your industry, don't let them, you know, buy too expensive of a house, you know, keep them within their budget. Same with me. Some people want to train five days and I'm like, hey, you don't need to do five days. Like it, not only does it get expensive, but it's not even necessary. You'd be fo- like I said, you'd be focusing on too much on one area when in reality you need to focus on all the areas with the same amount of effort. So it's better to train two or three days, and then maybe two or three days you're just 
kind of just resting, focus on your nutrition, tracking your food. You know what I mean? So it's really just about, you know, giving people these kind of guidelines and a, and a clear path that isn't, that isn't too much because they're going to burn out. Everybody burns out. We all burn out. I don't know how you don't burn out, but for the most part, my experience is people start out gung-ho, false motivation, and, and they burn out. So, yeah, yeah I just try to help people just learn how to do it without burning out. I try to give fitness a better name so people aren't looking for these quick fixes, all these fad diets, all that stuff we have out there. And um, that's it, man. I just try to be honest, uh, brutally honest, man. I mean, if anything, to my, my only fault would be that I'm going to be honest. So if they don't like it, they don't like it. Yeah. And, and on top of that, like you're making your clients' lives better, like, and their people of Sacramento. So when it comes to that, it's like that energy they come from working out, feeling about, better about themselves. It's around their family. It's around their friends. It's around oh, their yeah. community. Like these little things add up in our community of Sacramento. And like even when you help me, man, like dude, like all the clients I've helped this year, I say you helped you help them too, because you helping yeah. me get early, making sure I'm on top of stuff, making sure I feel good about myself definitely helps out a lot. So I just want to say thank you, man. Yeah, no doubt, bro. No and problem. Then, so what did you think, what do you think about Sacramento or what did you think about Sacramento 10 years ago compared to now? I mean, that one's tough. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, I would say it's changing really quick. Um, you know, even still coming into the city, you realize how small it really is, like in your mind, you know, being the capital and all, it's like you come in, you could see why the Laker fans would come with their cowbells, you know, when they come play the king. Um, and then now we look at what you're doing. Um, we look at the real estate. We look at this influx of the Bay Area people. I'd say that's the biggest thing that's changed recently. Um, it's just growing, man. It's just Sacramento's growing. Things yeah. that I would have never thought possible are just the norm now, you know, like, I couldn't imagine home prices. I couldn't imagine all the, the different stores, or at least that were in Midtown and downtown. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy. Other than that, I mean, it doesn't change too much. You know, we're still, like think, kind of low-key. You know, we're not going to – I don't think we'll ever catch up to, like, a L.A. or anything like that. So we're not – not too much has changed, in my opinion. Um, it feels like the same old city to me, minus all this new, uh, you know, you know, yeah all the stuff going on oh yeah man and, and like i like sacramento is a great city and i honestly appreciate all the people coming in here uh from all walks of life i appreciate all the changes with like all the new stores restaurants like you said and all the new events like it's making sacramento a cool place and one of the things that i feel like sacramento has to offer is that we could live a balanced lifestyle we could live a suburban lifestyle have a backyard <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Like, yeah. do, do stuff, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, compared to, like, f more fast-paced cities. And we could live the yeah. fast city lifestyle. We could go to downtown, midtown. We could go hop yeah. on, get anywhere, go to SF. But I feel like Sacramento... Yeah, I've definitely got a few of those areas. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean, other than that, like, Sacramento, like, has become such a great city. And then, last question uh, before we take off. When you die, how do you want people to remember you in Sacramento? I mean, shit, that's tough. I mean, I guess uh, I just want people to know that I just, you know, I'm a free man. I consider myself a free man. Um, 
not a free spirit, a free man, a true, fr truly free. I do literally whatever I want. Um, you, you know, I'm just one of those guys. I'm not going to do what I'm told. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to follow my moral compass. Um, you know, I hope everybody has good things to say about me. I try to make every interaction, you know, be a positive one. Um, it's going to be a real one. Um, I'm going to face everything head on. I mean, I'm kind of known for that. Everybody that knows me, this is what they know me as. So I would say, yeah, when I die, just, you know, everybody knows that, oh, he was a solid dude. Didn't lie, cheat or steal to get what he had. You know, worked hard, did his thing. Family man, you yeah. know, all that stuff. And, and Mike, like, Faith, honestly. Faithful husband, all that yeah. good stuff that we, we think of when we think of, like, a good guy, you know? Yeah. And, Mike, like, one of the things that, like, I, like, appreciate about you is that you're like a really solid person in my life and like you've showed me like hey like there are people out there that are good people that just want to help others and take care yeah. of their family be be faithful to their wife you know what i'm saying like a lot of like a lot of people are kind of blindsided by distractions and i feel like yeah. you on course with your moral compass and like good values and like that's the type of energy i want in sacramento for everyone and i feel like honestly man like you training me in the morning, like me getting out of my, barely getting out of my fucking car at 25 and be like, bro, give me five minutes. I know, you're wild. <laughs> you're like running on fumes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Those little things, man, are going to make a difference for the community and I can't wait to push this out to everyone. And if you guys have any, like, uh, if you guys are interested in training with Mike or have questions for Mike or want help with anything fitness related, uh, what's your uh, Instagram at? It's a, uh... I think it's advanced basic fit. I don't think fitness advanced basic fit. Um, you know, I got, a, I got like one, maybe one evening spot left, nothing too crazy, but we could do the online thing, especially if you're looking just for diet help. Um, but you know, I'm pretty flexible. I have a four month old son, so I'm not as, I can't work as many hours as I did before. So, but yeah, you could hit me up and, uh, make, try to make something happen. Or I could refer you to one of my million, millions of friends that are trainers locally. Yeah. And some of them are actually good, too. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to Life in Sacramento podcast. Uh, me and Mike uh, enjoy, uh, are appreciative for you guys taking the time to listen to us. Right, yeah, 225, baby. 225, end of June. Let's make it happen. Eight times. End of June, dude. Don't make me a liar. <laughs> I got you, man. We're almost there. <laughs> All right, bro. Late, late. All right.